The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. It seems like spring is finally here, in Virginia at least. How have you guys been? Are you booking lots of voiceover work? Do you have any big plans coming up over the next few months? I'm looking forward to nicer weather, finishing up the school year, and making some big Mavo announcements soon. I've been working nonstop on organizing Mavo 2022, and I'm really excited about the guest speakers and sponsors that we have on board for this year. Are you registered yet? Better get to it. November is right around the corner, and if you purchase your ticket now, you can still pay it off in monthly installments. It's going to be a great event. Hi, I'm Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Live with Squacky. Today I'll be chatting with the super talented Rosie O'Toole. Rosie has been a voiceover actor, actor, and public speaking professional for 20 years in both the private and public sectors. Her commercial work includes movies, audiobook narration, radio voiceover, and video production. In addition to her performances behind the mic and camera, Rosie is a skilled audio editor, mixing, and mastering perfectionist. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Rosie. Oh, Val, thanks for having me. Of course. We had you on the podcast back in Season 1 in 2020, and since then you moved to a different state and have been keeping very busy. Can you update us on what you've been up to? Oh, I'd love to. I moved to Pinehurst, North Carolina, which is golf central. So I have been golfing. But also, I've been working quite a bit. I have several European clients, which is nice because I can do work in London and still make my tea time, which is all about life balance. But I have really found that by stepping back a little bit, a lot more voiceover work has come to me. I don't know if it was just that I was pushing so hard that I got frustrated and it showed in my vocal cords, because what's happening now is I take a more relaxed approach. I think that I've lowered my register a little bit, and I sound happier. So it's really working for me for VO. Also, right after I moved here, I realized I had chronic sinus infections and I had a deviated septum. And so down here, I had surgery to fix my deviated septum, which lowered my register. You know, it's been interesting because I've always been pretty high, and now I'm lower. Also, I'm excited to say I've done a lot of animation work because I do a really good granny. And so (laughs) I have a couple granny voices, and they just keep booking. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So my granny voices have just made me a ton of money. No. (laughs) So anyway, I'm having great fun doing animation. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad to hear that. And you do sound happier. That's so cool. Oh, thanks. What are three voiceover goals you'd like to accomplish in 2022? Okay, number one, several years ago, I put the Euro Retreat on my vision board. And I'm going to Euro Retreat in September with J. Michael. I'm going to Switzerland. That is a goal that I've just had kind of as an outlier. I'd love to do it. And this year, I'm going to do it. I would like to continue to grow my animation business. I always want to add production houses, more rosters, because it's super nice to have them say, oh, we found this project for you, and you don't have to audition, and you can just 
do the work. Pretty good goal for 2020, yeah, other than lowering my handicap, but that's on the side. <laughs> for people who don't golf, they don't get it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great goals. I'm sure yeah. you're going to reach all of them. Thank you. Mavo 2022 is coming up on November 11th through 13th, and you'll be volunteering as well as attending the event. Are you looking forward to it? And what are some takeaways you have from the last two events that we had? I am so excited about volunteering. I can't even really put words to it. I think because I've been an attendee and I've seen the important work the volunteers did and they seem to be kind of in the know. So I am so excited about volunteering. Maybe it's just time for me to give back to the industry. I'm not quite sure where that comes from. It wells up and I just am so excited about volunteering. And I thank you, Val, for giving me that opportunity. For years, the new person meeting new people, and now it's like, oh, I've been here a while and I know. So I thank you for that opportunity. Of course. Um, Takeaways from the last two events. I'll tell you what, I had several. I have a t-shirt, Unask the Couch, okay? (laughs) Unask the Couch. That was the best, right? Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Best. So being able to unask the couch and just get up and do it. I have strengths and I have weaknesses, and I tend to not do the weaknesses. So do the weaknesses. Just get up and do it. I don't know much about the legal (laughs) side of the business, and Rob did such a great job of having us read and then talk to us about that. So one thing Patrick had to say to him is, it's not fair to my other clients. Your fee is okay, but it's just not fair to my other clients. And I have used that, that simple phrase, because I get booked in other countries. And I'm like, you know, that's a good rate, but it's just not fair to my other clients. And they can up my rate. Or they can't. But they're willing to take it out in some other way that, you know, my editing is less or whatever. That's two really great takeaways. Those are two really great pieces of advice, I think. I mean, there were so, like you said, there were so many, right? It was just ridiculous to even try to choose a few of them. And then Steve Maraboli, oh my gosh, like when he, in 2020, man, he really swooped in and helped me out at that event because I did not think I was going to be able to get somebody of his caliber to speak. And he's not a voice actor, but his world knowledge and advice and just how kind he is. I mean, he really, on Ask the Couch, took over the entire (laughs) event, became the theme of it. It was so funny. And I have several affirmations that I say to myself at different times in the day. One of them is, I choose courage over fear. I choose courage over fear. And that's basically unask the couch. But I choose courage over fear. And that means I can market to these places I don't know or whatever. So you're going to Switzerland for the Euro Retreat in September. Do you have any other big travel plans for 2022? Oh, I'm coming up to Mavo. Yay! So that's a travel plan. That's good. But my daughter, whose husband is a major in the army, they're moving to Vincenza, Italy. So we are going to visit them in Italy and then hit the Euro retreat. Nice. So I guess that is a big travel plan. We're going to do Vincenza, not far from the Italian Alps. And so we're going to do that and then do the Euro retreat. So yes, that's that's it. Other than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that enough. Really yeah, fun. right? <laughs> that's yes. really good. If you could spend the day with any voiceover coach, who would it be and why? And what would you talk about? 
there are so many for different reasons. Because J. Michael, because he tries to center me a little bit more. I tend to be very lyrical. And I think that is a skill I could really, really use. Melissa Motes, because she brings out real emotion in me. She helps me connect. She's about, you know, making your voice shine. So I want to make my voice shine. I think Uncle Roy would be great at coaching me in telephony because I think my voice is friendly enough to do a good press one for management, press two for customer service, press three, and make it sound friendly. Just sit and talk to Uncle Roy about life, you know, what he's done and the people he's met because we've all met incredible people. I think Val, ultimately, I'm not quite at retirement age, but I'm close. And and, and here in Pinehurst, people are like, why aren't you retired? I'm like, because I love the people and what I do. They're interesting. They're fun. So that's why it's hard to choose just one coach because I genuinely like these people. What's mm-hmm. the best piece of voiceover advice you've ever received and then the worst? Best would be let it go. Just go way out there because we tend to criticize ourselves and be kind of shameful in our choices. And so we hold back and just be you. Not only who you're talking to, but find a specific person that you're talking to. How do you talk to them? So that's my conversational read. If I need a conversational read, I'll pick up my cell phone and pretend I'm talking to a friend and in my cell phone. So my cell phone is by my ear and I'm talking to them. And that is the best VO advice I've ever received is to think about who you're actually talking to and talk to them. Not, oh, look at a picture. No, you know, I and I have specific people. I have Alice, who is my neighbor. And then I have another neighbor that makes me a little angry. So I have different people to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The worst, to not be myself, not be myself. They tried to change my voice, and that's hard. I'm not going to be a deep, heavy smoker alto. I'm just not going to be. Right. (laughs) But you know what? I can be a good mom. I do a lot of e-learning because my voice is that in-the-know co-worker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so don't try to make me the spooky, uh, I'm going to sell you <laughs> lipstick kind of person because I'm just not that. <laughs> I'm not that. To take my money and try to make me that was bad advice. Yeah. And so. that's terrible when people give that type of advice. It's different if, if it's just a character, right? They're trying to just push you into going out of your comfort zone to create a new character. But when it's out of your wheelhouse of things that you can do, then it doesn't make sense to say, oh, let's have you be the, you know, husky smoker. And that's yeah. not reality. And it uh, would probably also hurt your voice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's tough for me to sell lipstick, but I sure can tell you about paper towels. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah, like, I that's do. How I it do. Is. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I could, that super expensive perfume, not so much. But boy, I can sell you some cleaner. Yeah. I, I, I bet. <laughs> so I had somebody that really tried to work me into that smoky talk. And after a session or two, I'm like, no, that's, yeah. that doesn't work. But Val, back to what you do, I wish I could do it in another language. At one point, I was pretty fluent in French, and I let it go. And I wish I could do that in another language. Yeah. It's great. I'm not a native French speaker, but I'm a fluent French speaker. And I love it when I'm able to book stuff in French. The difficulty that I face is that 
there's so many native French speakers and sometimes they're like, we want an actual native French speaker. So sometimes that hurts me in the end. Like I can sound as native as I can sound, but in the end, there are just certain ways that they speak that are different from a non-native speaker, even though I'm fluent. So it's hard to always fake it. You know what I mean? I do speak it fluently, but it's just the mannerisms almost, if you can use that term to describe Mm -hmm. it. I do a lot of Irish work. The reason is because if you are from Ireland, a lot of times people can understand what you're saying. So (laughs) they're like, "Uh, we had somebody from Ireland do it. We couldn't understand a word. Could you redo this? Right. Oh, that's (laughs) great. That's good. (laughs) Because I don't, I've, you know, I'm not from Ireland, but you can understand me. Nice. So (laughs) pieces of VO advice I've ever received was with a name like Rosie O'Toole, you better have an Irish accent. Exactly. And at the time I didn't, and I started working on it. What's your favorite food? Sushi. Oh, okay. Sushi. It used to be a a pretty heavy carb kind of thing, but I've come to really appreciate lighter foods, sushis and salads. Nice. What are some things you do to balance your family life with your voiceover work? I say no. Isn't that the most amazing thing? Yeah. But I have learned, and especially with this move here, My time is valuable. I'll get people saying, well, can you do this? And not necessarily work, but personal. Mm -hmm. You know, can you do this on this day? And I'm like, no, I've got plans. Where in my mind, I used to go through, okay, maybe I can do it if I finish it this time. And then I run back home and I do this. And now I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can do it the next day, right? but I can't do it that day. And with voiceover, I have gotten pretty good at saying, even scooching things by an hour makes an incredible difference. Yeah. They're like, we want to record this at 10 o'clock. And I'm like, if we could do 11 o'clock, it would work better for me. And it's amazing how they can do do that. And that extra hour might give me whatever I needed. To balance the family life is to say no, but it is to prioritize my time. Yeah. My time is valuable. And and that goes back to people wanting to pay me $65 to read something. And I'm like, hmm, that didn't really work for me. Yeah. It's not fair to my other clients. That's that, good. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair to my other <laughs> it's clients. It's not fair to my other clients. I, I want to do this work for you, but it's just not fair to my other clients. If you could do it for whatever, that is basically saying no. It's just framing it in a very positive way. Right. So, and also... I have found that staying in touch with my family via text has been a real godsend for me. Some people would say it's not, but I have families spread across the U.S., and to get a picture of somebody in Texas or whatever doing something, it just ties me together. So I feel in touch without having to invest a trip or a ton of time. But also, I don't do that during the day. I kind of do that in the morning and the evening. And during the day, I don't touch the text. That's really good. I wish I could just give my phone away for a minute. (laughs) Otherwise, it drives you crazy, doesn't it? It really does. It's very tough to just, for me, like I was saying to my, I was just saying to my husband today, he's like, you know what? We spend too much time on our devices. I'm just going to turn all mine off and good luck getting in touch with me. Well, one, you can't really do that because we have kids. And two, I would love to do that. But because of Mavo, you know, it's like I can't just be like, well, I'm going to not be on social media for a full month because I can't. That's not realistic. It's my job to be 
on social media, basically, you know, to advertise mm-hmm. and to connect with people and build those relationships and all the stuff that goes along with it. So what are some marketing mm-hmm. strategies you've used for your voiceover business that have been effective? Quite frankly, this is a weakness of mine, but I choose courage over fear. And I remind myself of that when I have to market. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a good success tapping into things like the Mavo conference and other conferences I've done. I have found a lot of work through other people in the VO industry. Crazy, but that's how it's worked for me. Yeah. And I've referred other people. You know, I'm not a, I don't have a British accent or, you know, I, I don't speak French. So my marketing strategies, <laughs> when I email these people, it's about what I can do for them. It's not about me. It's not, oh, here's my great demo. It's, I hope my voice can help you. When I email, I do use that as a stepping stone because I feel very blessed and very honored to be in this industry. And so it's not necessarily about what they can bring for me. It's what I can do for them. And that has been extremely effective. Yeah, that's a great approach. I'm not going to check every box they have. I do a great Irish. I do a great, uh, several great older women. It's like I want to make their lives easier and I'm dependable, quick turnaround, things like that. Yeah. But it's about what I can do for them. Are you active on social media? I am. I'm not as active as I should be. I'm just not. Yeah. I want to be. It doesn't come easily to me. I used to pay somebody to do it for me. Mm-hmm. I just think that I'm busy working and doing other things, and I don't think of things in that social media shot. Oh, that'd make a great Instagram shot. <laughs> yeah. I'm more in the moment than that, and then I'm like, oh, that would have been a great Instagram shot. <laughs> I birdied a hole the other day. I'm like, damn, that would have been a great Instagram shot. That would have been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a great golfer, Val, but I have fun. So I am active on social media. I have found business through it. It is something I should work on. I've talked to a lot of people about TikTok and I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I have like one thing on there that I posted when I jumped on the bandwagon with uh, some trend that was going on. And then I was like, I think I'm just going to leave it to the teenagers and 20 year olds to carry on with TikTok. I know there's a lot of people on there that are older, and I'm not saying that you can't be on TikTok if you're older. Right now, it's just not my thing. I can't. I have too much and stuff going on. <laughs> it's too much. I think that that's it, too. I'm working. I guess I could take time out from working to do social media, and I have plenty of social media things where people are like, oh, this was perfection. Oh, that would be great to put on a social media post. Yeah. But by then, I'm doing the next thing. Right. You've got to live in the moment, you know. There are people mm. that are very good at social media. I'm pretty good at social media. I spend a lot of time on it, but it's one of those things where it consumes your life if you let it. And I think it's really good for you to not be overly active in the sense that you have good balance in your life and you're not just spending your life going, what can I post online? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because some people fall into that trap too, and that's not good either. So it's like, okay, I need to have a balance of the two things. I've been spending less time on it lately, but it's about to amp up because of Mavo and stuff. (laughs) My husband could give a rip about it. So yeah, (laughs) I'm like, oh, take a picture of me for Facebook, and it's never a great one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's important for our business. I know it is. Yeah. So I guess if I had a goal for 2022, that would be 
one of them that I get more uh, clicked into that. You could start out with just setting a goal for yourself on each platform. Like, for example, on Twitter, you could say, I'm going to tweet twice a week and I'm going to respond or retweet or something to other people just for that interaction. You could say, like, twice a week, I'm going to do that. And then on Instagram, maybe you're not going to post every week. Maybe you're going to post every other week, you know, and you choose Mm -hmm. whatever day you want or it can be spontaneous. And then you're like, okay, because people feed off of the content, right? So if you're not posting anything, especially on Instagram, people lose interest. Oh, they're not in my feed, so they forget about it, you know. But if you're... Mm -hmm on there even once a week or twice a week or something like that, you set your own goal, then they're like, oh, what's happening with Rosie? Oh, there she is. She's golfing or there she is. She's, you know, enjoying her life. And people like to see that kind of stuff. I don't think you have to overdo it. I was for a long time overdoing it on Instagram, posting every day, and it was insanity. It's so time-consuming. I could spend all day. And I overthink it, Val. And then... By the time I've re-edited it three times, there's a typo. Right. Because I've backspaced and, you know. And on Twitter, you can't fix it. And I hate that. It's like, oh, my gosh. Inevitably, you're like, why don't they have an edit button? So Twitter people, if you're listening, whoever's in charge of Twitter, uh, you need to have an edit button because it's driving everyone nuts. Yeah. Everyone's stuff would be so much better because I've put stuff out and then not even realized that it's typo. And I'm, I'm pretty good. I try to check it but i'm the worst when it comes to sending someone like a facebook message i'm just like typing so fast and one time facebook said we cannot process your request right now because you're typing too fast i was like what <laughs> that's we can't keep up with you i was like oh, oh. <laughs> i was like this is the new one <laughs> and i want people to know i'm working and the only way they'll know i'm working is through social media yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. other what than that. So. I mean, just set small goals oh. for yourself, you know? it's You take 10 minutes a week to go, I'm going to post on Twitter. On this day, I'm going to post on Twitter. On this day, I'm going to post on Instagram. On this day, I'm going to post on LinkedIn. Eh, Facebook, mm-hmm. whatever. It is it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. And it is. I mean, 10 minutes. <clears throat> I just overthink it. I pick a picture, and then I'm like, ah, you know how it is. Yeah. It's, but I want to do better. I want to pay somebody to do better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let them work their strengths and I'll work mine. Exactly. But, <laughs> Social media managers. Uh, yes. <laughs> no kidding. Do. Are you working on anything now that you want to tell us about and that doesn't have an NDA? <laughs> <laughs> I am working on some projects with the online stage. It's not paid work, or I guess it is with royalty share. But we just did The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, five or six actors and I, and we're going to do the second in the book. So I really love working with the online stage because you get to play a wide variety of characters, and these actors are all really good. So you will read a line, but the narrator says, she said. So uh, I was the witch in one, and I'm like, oh, come here, my pretty. (laughs) <laughs> she said, you know, so they, somebody else does, she said, and fit it all in. That's um, cool. So the online stage, which I wasn't active in for a while, all of a sudden has brought a creative side. I'm doing an e-learning on um, furniture. So <laughs> I can do an e-learning on furniture, Ooh. and then I can be 
<laughs> exactly. Hey, checks in the bank. But also to get the acting side of it and get to do the wonderful Wizard of Oz, which the book is just amazing. So I'm doing a couple projects with them, and they will go up on Audible as a team workout. I've got a little bit of recording I have to do on some of their projects, which is just great fun to create those voices. And the one I'm doing this week is a voice from New Finland. So uh, working on that one. Nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yes, so that's what I'm doing now. That's great. I'm so glad that you're getting a lot of work and that you're keeping busy and that you're enjoying life. Yes. awesome. How can people connect with you if they choose? Can you tell us your website and social media handles? My website is roseotool.com. Roseotool.com. Awesome. Uh, Or Rosie O'Toole. Either one works. Rosieotool.com. And on Facebook and Instagram, same thing. Rosieotoolvo. And I would love to connect with people because I love seeing people's posts and pictures and what they're doing. Fantastic. Well, I'll put um, all of that in the show notes. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the show, Rosie. I wish you tons of continued happiness and success in your voiceover career and everything you do. Thanks, Val. You are such a blessing to this industry. I know I've told you that before, but your hard work and dedication, I just applaud you. It's been, you, so you are really important. Live with Squacky is mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yulkelson of Ant Lamb Productions. Live with Squacky is sponsored in part by Mid Atlantic Voiceover LLC and Ant Lamb Productions. Quack, <laughs> <laughs>